0: Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp. That works for you.
1: Welcome to an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. I'm Paul Enos, CEO of the Nevada Trucking Association. Today, we're going to be talking about law and order in the Golden State with Fresno County District Attorney Lisa Spitkamp. That's next on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers.
2: Big R is Northern Nevada's number one golden fire wood pellet supplier. More heat, less ash, 100% natural, and no additives. And there's only one place that stocks this many wood pellets, and that's Big R in Sparks, Winnemucca, Fallon, Fernley, and Lovelock, a river of wood pellets at Big R.
1: For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their homes. At Nevada Heating, call the do it right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today? Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com.
2: As you know, Reno is booming. Tolls Development Company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Tolls Development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to TollsDevelopment.com. TollsDevelopment.com.
3: It's a good time to eat. It's a good time to
0: play.
2: It's a good time to win.
0: Ooh, good times this is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, on No Holds Barred Political Forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad.
1: Welcome back to Nevada Newsmakers. We are honored to have... Uh, DA from Fresno County, California, Lisa Smith Camp here. Lisa, thanks for coming on Nevada Newsmakers today.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: So, you have been one of the voices that has been very critical of the public policy that's been coming out of Sacramento that has dealt with criminal justice. Can you talk about what its impact has been on your community and the state as a whole?
3: Yeah, it's you know we have uh, we have a lot of criminal justice reform in California that has just gone so far. I don't think that there's anybody that's in law enforcement today that doesn't believe that criminal justice reform is always an important thing. As time goes on, you have to change and evolve and do different things. Um, but but what's happened in California has created complete chaos, and it has gone so far, and it continues to um, wreak havoc on all the aspects of our state, right? Whether it's education, economy, business, commerce, um, public safety is really, um, it's, a, it's a big issue for not just LA and San Francisco, right? It's not just the big cities that are affected. It's the, the medium-sized cities and the small towns, um, the, the- And so
1: your city, Fresno, California, oh, yeah. what about a million people in the county? Yeah,
3: there's a million people in the county and about a little over 500,000 in the city. And you know that population is growing. We had after COVID, we had a lot of people come to uh, the Fresno area from the Bay Area because it was literally shut down, and they were telecommuting. So they came for cheaper um, living condition, living rents, and, th- and expenses, and things like that. So we have seen a, an uptick in population for that reason. But we also have a, a lot of um, you know farm workers. We have a big immigrant per, uh, population. And I think that if we really look at the big picture, you know, Prop 47 was the beginning of the end in California. What and that Prop was, 47 Prop 47 was passed in 2014, came effective January 1 of 2015, which was a, coincidentally the same cycle that I was elected. And it took the, um, it reduced all drug possession charges to misdemeanors. So it doesn't matter if it's cocaine, heroin, pills, methamphetamine, every possession case was now not a felony and it was reduced down to a misdemeanor. And the reason that that was really detrimental was because it wasn't necessarily the level of crime, whether it was a, a felony or misdemeanor, but the state was very ill prepared to handle the addiction crisis that was born out of Prop 47. Well, and doesn't that
1: also help you get to the traffickers when you know you can look at the people who possess it and you know? Maybe- yeah,
3: you can sometimes. I mean, just having having stiffer penalties is always good because you can make people accountable and responsible. So yes, it's it's definitely you know something that helps us. Um, the two- types of investigations you know the end user versus the 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 drug trafficker or the the drug transporter and then the cartels is a, it's a whole nother situation and that's a whole nother what, investigative technique so
1: fentanyl what mm-hmm. kind of impact has it had on Fresno? And you know what are, what are you seeing it do across the state?
3: So five years ago, fentanyl was very new to everybody. And you know a lot of people were methamphetamine users and cocaine users. And now, fentany- and, and people that died in 2018 or 2019 were usually dying from fentanyl that was put into these M30 pills, which are like Percocets. Um, and they weren't aware that fentanyl was in them. And that was the, the beginning of the cartels try- sort of lacing, if you will. The um, the pills with it, and that's a, you know a whole thing that that was dovetailed off the opioid crisis, right? That we were we have been in in the United States of America for the last 15 years. Now we are here five years later, and it, it, everybody that's using fentanyl knows they're using fentanyl. They want fentanyl. They they know the risks. They know how bad it is because the drug cartels are putting it in everything. They're putting in a meth- powder methamphetamine, powder cocaine. They're putting it in pills. And it is, uh, it's rampant. I mean, the fentanyl use is rampant. And it is making- What
1: does that do in terms of an addict, I mean, to turn him into a criminal? I mean, is it,
3: yeah, it's bad. So, so what happens is, I- anyone who knows anything about drug addiction knows that there's a continuum, right? There's use, abuse, and addiction. And there's a lot of people that just use, right? If you if you're an alcohol user, you can have a, a glass of wine. If you're an alcohol abuser, maybe you're drinking to the point that you're getting in trouble with the law, or your marriage is affected, or your job, your boss is starting to say, hey, you're late, or hey, you're leaving because you're having these issues. And then you get into the full blown addiction where you're literally like losing your job, you're getting divorced you're in jail, you're getting a DUI, right? Those are the sort of continuums. And with, even with drugs like cocaine and methamphetamine and pills, it takes a while for most people. Now, there's always the one-off person that just goes from sure. use to addiction pretty fast. But with fentanyl, that continuum is, is shortened. And literally, people can die overdose in the first month if they get a hot pill. Um, fentanyl is like alcohol, you can build up a resistance to it, so there are many people now that um, when, I, when I talk to people, because I get a lot involved in a lot of addiction recovery, um, when I talk to people who become addicted to fentanyl, they've used pills, they've used heroin, they've used benzodiazepines, they've used Xanax, they've used all kinds of different, they're polysubstance abusers. But the first time they get that fentanyl, that's all they want. The high is so incredible for them that it is a euphoric feeling that they have never felt before. And so what happens is is they become so highly addicted to it, they use it consistently. The half-life of fentanyl is, is not long, so they have to consistently use it and they get dope sick if they don't. So what happens with fentanyl is you have users who have been polysubstance abusers for many years but they get this and it takes them to a whole nother level. And that's why we see what we see in San Francisco, you know, and in Oakland. You know, you see these zombie-like people literally defecating in the street, roaming around just looking for their next fix. And when you have the politics that we have in California, there's nothing to help them. And the failure 10 years ago, because we're coming up on a decade now of Prop 47, and it has been a complete failure. Despite all of the, the, the rhetoric that comes out of Sacramento, Prop 47 is what was the beginning of the downward spiral of, of California.
1: All right, we are talking to District Attorney Fresno County, Lisa Camp, here on Nevada Newsmakers, and we'll be right back.
0: Remember 2010 in Northern Nevada, 13 to 14% unemployment, thousands of homes in foreclosure, Nevada's casinos closing, families in the Reno Sparks area were hurting, Many were losing everything. Then Story County launched a game changer for our region, a public-private industrial partnership, streamlined permitting slash bureaucracy, attracting Fortune 500 companies that made Nevada their home. Story County generated a river of cash to area communities. Economic studies by the state and others for the Gigafactory consistently show positive economic benefits for our region. $4 billion in local wages, $17 billion in consumer spending and economic activity, over $100 million in taxes to Washoe, Story, Reno, Sparks, and Nevada, just for the Gigafactory alone. Story County, improving northern Nevada one industry at a time,
1: Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much-needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. Safety is the number one priority for the trucking industry. Over $7 billion a year is spent on technology like this electronic eye that will apply the brakes automatically. But the most important factor for safety is the truck driver. These hardworking men and women who safely move over 70% of our nation's freight and 94% of Nevadas, we thank you because trucks move America forward. This
0: is Nevada Newsmakers.
1: Welcome back to Nevada Newsmakers. We're here with Fresno County District Attorney Lisa Smitkamp. Before the break, we were talking about Prop 47, which uh, said, hey, all possessions of drugs in the Golden State are now a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. What could they have done better to craft public policy that may have not cause some of the issues we're seeing today.
3: They, they needed to be more prepared to take these people who do get caught with drugs, whether you want to charge them with a felony or charge them with a misdemeanor, to get them into treatment. And that's what we didn't do in California. There are There is such a lack of bed space, if you will. And you, you can't just take people who are addicted to methamphetamine, cocaine, and now fentanyl and say like, hey, I hope it works out for you. Because what's happened is, is the prison system in California is a com- an- another issue that's such a disaster. But after, we also, in conjunction with Prop 47, had AB 109, which was the United States Supreme Court telling the state of California that they had to decrease their prison population. And so in, in, in 20, you know, between 2011 and 2014, we had an exodus of 40,000 inmates that were taken from state prisons into county jails. And so there is no room at the inn, if you will, Uh, for people who are misdemeanants, whether that's DUI, drug addiction. You know, we do have misdemeanors, sometimes misdemeanor sex offenses. There's no room in these jails anymore because you have hardened criminals who are felons that are from the state prison system who are doing their prison time in local jail, jail. right? So that's a whole separate issue too. So, but where where the, the... where the disaster has come in Prop 47 is they did not allocate money for treatment. And you know they sold Prop 47, and this is really, I think, what Nevada needs to pay attention to, is that Prop 47 was, the ballot title of Prop 47 was Safe Schools and Neighborhoods, and they promised all the money that they were going to save from incarcerating low-level drug dealers was going to go to schools and neighborhoods. And it was such a fiasco that the California District Attorneys Association actually sued the state of California, and then, then, then um, Attorney General um, Kamala Harris was the person who agreed with the with the. Um, with the ballot title. And so, you know, we, <laughs> we... And here we are. Here we are, you know, all these years later, looking back in hindsight, going, wow, okay, no wonder. So, so because, because the overarching issue in California is that we have all of these Soros-backed politicians, including Soros-backed DAs now, who are literally one step at a time disseminating the criminal justice system. So, okay, how
1: do chaos. they do that? And how do you function differently, you know, in Fresno than, I mean, I think I can MF this guy a little yeah. bit because voters ticked him out like a Chesa Boyden.
3: Yeah. So, so San Francisco, who who which is the most liberal county probably, you know, next to Alameda that we have in the state of California, got sick of their Soros back D A. Because the people of San Francisco love their community, and when you have Nordstrom closing and most all of your Walgreens or CVS is closing, and people are literally incapable, right? I mean think about this, there are people like in Chinatown of San Francisco, which is the most, you know, awesome, quaint, little community. Yeah. There are people that have lived there for generations, sweet elderly people who have had restaurants and businesses for generations. They don't have a CVS or a Walgreens to go get their prescriptions. They can't, they don't have computers at home to get online and order them and have them mailed. And they don't know how to do that unless they have younger people in their families to do so that. So is that just
1: because and you have a DA who's not doing their job? Yes, prosecuting because criminals? before
3: Chesa was, you know, George Gascon and, and you know, yeah, he's a peach too. <laughs> Kamala Harris. I mean, they, these people, this has been going on for a decade. This is not something new. And that's why I am here. That's why I trudged through the Donner Pass to come here and speak with you.
1: And we appreciate Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was a little scary for me, honestly. But, uh, but, but is, to, is to say, listen, there are so many opportunities in a criminal justice system for rehabilitation, right? I am the appointed deputy district attorney in the veterans court. I appointed myself there. We, we take justice-involved veterans all the time and try to keep them out of prison. 99.9% of prosecutors are ethical people. You know, we, we have this whole thing that, that that cops and prosecutors are all racist and we all hate people and all we want to do is is send people to prison. That is exactly the opposite of what a good ethical prosecutor does. And so when you have these Soros-backed DAs coming into the big cities like Los Angeles, right? And and New York and and, and Chicago and all these Philadelphia, you basically have public defenders or civil rights attorneys or anarchists in the DA position. So
1: I mean what is their what it, it what's destroys there end game? public I safety? Mean, you know, is it just it, hey, we're going to create so much chaos and division or you know I go to a Thomas Sowell quote that said we're replacing policies that work with policies
3: that sound good. Like hey, safe schools and neighborhoods. Right. So here's the thing. These people who are funded by Soros don't care about the people they serve. Every day when I wake up, I say, "What am, what do I have to do?" This isn't about Lisa Smithkamp. This is about what's good for Fresno, for the brown people, for the black people, for the rich people, for the poor people, for the Christians, for the non-Christians, for the Islamics, for the agnostics, for the people who love, you know, to to don't care about politics but just want to have, you know, enjoy a, nice a shopping. Place to live. Yeah. You know, they want to go out shopping or they want to go hiking or or whatever. They want to enjoy our parks. There's so many different responsibilities that you have, but public safety is really the umbrella that covers everything. And if you don't have a safe environment, you don't have a safe community, people can't be free to move around. And so when you have these Soros-backed DAs, all they care about is the power because they are isolated, right? It's just like Newsom. Soros put in a million dollars to prevent his recall. When Newsom was, when everybody else's kids were home with, with COVID and all the schools were shut down, his kids were in school, in a private school that was exempted from all the laws that he passed and he you know, had all these mandates for, for restaurants and schools and everything else, just like him at the French Laundry. That's one silly example of, of the mentality of Gavin Newsom, is that he is different, he is better, he is above it. Same thing with Nancy Pelosi who was you know, caught at the hair salon when all the rest of the hairdressers and all the rest of the manicurists and massage therapists were out of business, were literally shut down. These people were doing these things because it was inconvenient for them. And so you know, this is the hypocrisy of California politics. And we, we, we have such a supermajority right now in California. We do not have one Republican that is in, in an elected state office in the state of California. We have 40 senators, there are six Republicans. Um, you know, the, <laughs> this is my favorite, right? So, so conservative, I don't even like to use the term conservative, but more traditional people tend to be Republicans than Democrats, right? And, 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 and they have these values, which, you know, the extreme right and the extreme left are really what's breaking this country down. If we if we are very honest about it, we we have to. be- I think the
1: left's better at it.
3: We, they are much better <laughs> at it. We, 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 which is why they have the White House. But we we have to we have to think about you know what's in the middle. What's the greatest good for the greatest many people? But here's what the California legislature did. Every there's 58 counties in California. 56 of those counties had their DAs and sheriffs run on the gubernatorial cycles, which is the two-year off cycle from the presidential. San Francisco and LA have always run on the presidential. In 2022, all the DAs and all the sheriffs that ran were elected for a four-year term to 2026. After the election, the legislature in in Sacramento grandfathered in a law that said every DA and sheriff that was elected in 2022 has a one-time six-year term
1: boy. So uh, now
3: my term is to 2028.
1: Well, hey, that's good That's good for your voters. <laughs> it's, it's good
3: for the short term, <laughs> but it's not good for the long term.
1: All right, we're talking with Fresno County District Attorney Lisa Smitkamp here in Nevada Newsmakers and we're gonna be right back.
0: Pro Group Management offers workers' comp services to a growing number of industries. As businesses grow and change with the times, the need for a solid workers' comp program must be flexible and up to date. The evolving nature of regulations can make staying ahead of complex tasks challenging, but Pro Group Management simplifies the work so your industry can move forward and succeed. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NB Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the
1: fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1
0: in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail.
3: R-A-N-N-V org.
1: This is Nevada Newsmakers. Welcome back to Nevada Newsmakers. We're continuing our conversation with Fresno County District Attorney Lisa SmithCamp. We've seen a lot in the news about organized retail crime, about these big flash mobs showing up to stores. What can you do as a DA to prevent that kind of activity from going on?
3: So right now, there's not much we can do except to try to make people accountable because the people that are running these types of, you know, rings that go up and down the state, they know the jurisdictions to to where they can get away with the most. And so they sort of tend to avoid those. But they, they will come. I mean, they know Fresno's is a, t- a community that we will file cases. But it's sad that some of the retailers have actually had to employ their own. Uh, security people. I mean, grocers and and retail places. You know, Lululemon is a famous one where they literally will employ cops. They will contract with the local police departments to just have a cop sit there, and it has decreased their their um, their 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 shrink, if you will, or their loss. But you know, as a DA, we can only do as much as we can do, and in California the laws for theft are, you know, if it's under $950 after Prop 50, Prop 47, there is no, um, there there's no felony, right? I mean, you so know, you, every,
1: you know, it, it's interesting because a lot of people, they pass these laws and, you know, they're not necessarily held accountable for it or they don't see what the ultimate result is of the action. You can correlate what's happened with people stealing from stores and shoplifting Based on the law, correct?
3: A hundred percent. And the thing is, is the more the more times that you decrease the accountability and responsibility of people and of criminals the more they're going to do. These laws empower criminals. They are empowering young people. Why do I wanna go to college when I can deal drugs? Why do I wanna go to college or educate myself or work in a a tough labor job when I can just make money selling dope or guns or, or running women or stealing? Why do I have to work to pay for my cool Air Jordans when I can just steal them from someone else or from a store? And that's the mentality that we're breeding because you know, I always tell people this. If you don't understand criminals, if you're a parent, it's like parenting. You have to give your kids rules. If you don't tell your kid not to touch the flame, they're going to get burned. If you don't tell your kid not to run out in the parking lot, they're going to hit by a car. And if you're not a parent, which a lot of people aren't, a lot of people love dogs, right? A lot of people have, have animals or pet lovers. If you get a puppy and you let that puppy continue to you know, urinate in your house, that puppy is going to get punished, it's going to get spanked or disciplined or put outside and that puppy is not going to get to enjoy the fun and the environment and the social you know things that puppies like to be with a, with the family because they're going to get punished and put outside so if you teach the, pu- the puppy the right rules it can grow into the family and become a productive member yeah. of that family it's the same way with criminals you have to give people who start to go down that road a, a, a brick wall and say okay no Doesn't mean prison. It doesn't mean shaming. It doesn't mean anything. It means, hey, I think a little bit of
1: shame might help. This
3: is not. Sometimes (laughs) it does. This is not acceptable behavior. And when we continue to reduce theft and drug crimes into insignificant, um, you know, mishaps. What you do is the addiction continues, and then those low-level drug users who really aren't hurting anybody but themselves, which is the mentality of the lawmakers, they become domestic violence offenders. They become raging, lunatic, methamphetamine and fentanyl-addicted people who steal, who lie, who cheat, who don't work, don't go to church. They're not good parents. They're not good brothers, they're not good sons and daughters, their their whole lives disintegrate. And then those become armed robbers, and those people become people who are breaking into cars and breaking into businesses and, and committing identity theft and stealing mail and ruining people's lives. You want to talk about innocent people? Be an identity theft victim. That's terrible. When someone gets a hold of your credit, it affects your entire life. And in the state of California, we can't send identity thieves, even the ones we catch and prosecute to prison anymore because it's one of the enumerated crimes that's a nonviolent Frank felony. Crime. So right? Lisa, so
1: you're, you're kind of you know, on on. presenting the clarion call from yeah. California where
3: they haven't done a whole lot
1: right recently in this no, realm. We haven't. What can you say to our viewers here in the Silver State about what we need to do to make sure that we don't turn into what has happened in California?
3: I don't think there's an easy answer to that, but the number one thing I would say is people need to register to vote because a lot of educated, smart, productive people do not vote, that's number one. Number two, you have to educate yourself about the people who you are voting for. If you- And that
1: includes the sheriff and DA, which are kind of
3: important positions. 100%, the sheriff, the DA, your assembly people, the people that go to your legislature, you know, in your, your, your state senators, the people who you vote for are very important because we have become very lazy voters in the United States of America, we're one issue voters. You know, you cannot vote for somebody that is the same sex as you. You cannot just vote for somebody because they're the same race as you. And that's what happens. And don't vote for people who are handsome. There's a lot of unattractive people. <laughs> that is a thing in politics. They look at, at, the, at the physical appearance of people. And, and that's one of the reasons that Gavin Newsom is so popular with women voters. Oh, he's handsome, he looks so nice, and he's done destructive things to our state. So I think people have to inform themselves and educate themselves about who they're voting for.
1: Hey, Lisa, that's where we're gonna have to end it. Yeah. Thank you so much you for coming welcome. on here. We're gonna be right back on Nevada Makers.
3: Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. Imagine a
2: magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real it's growing and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward.
1: If you would like to rewatch today's show or any of our past shows, you can find them at NevadaNewsmakers.com. Thanks for watching and listening.